0: All
1: right. All um, right. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> File drawer. File drawer. It was hard to find the beat on that. A, A right. because I'm super white. Uh, and B, I just had trouble really dialing into that.
1: Uh, and I was kind of away from the mic still, I think. Yeah, um, I
0: think you were. I think your mic technique to clean, is not super great.
1: I'm, I'm trying to clean up this coffee that I spilled on my notepad kind of important notes but
0: not really (laughs) why Um, uh two questions why are you drinking coffee at night
1: um it was like a half cup okay of like my third cup that i had today
0: all right fair fair enough Um, two why did you have it somewhere you could spill it why don't you put it somewhere safer um it's
1: a good question okay
0: just wondering. I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm a coach, so I like to ask these hard questions, <laughs> help you come to your own learning, your yeah. own lessons there. Yeah.
1: Let me close this door.
0: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Greetings, listeners. Welcome <laughs> to the file drawer. Eric and I. All right, so it's going nope. to be a nice tight. It's going to be a nice tight, tight nice. One. Nice, really tight episode, as I was saying uh, before we started recording. I got, a, I got a lot of irons in the fire. And by irons in the fire, I mean clothes in the washer, uh, yeah. food on the delivery. And actually, I haven't, I haven't ordered the food yet, but I think we may do that during this, this call. We'll have the listeners help. Uh, I got a call with a friend after this, a mutual friend. And I got a pack for a trip. So a lot of things going on. All right, man. So let's good. do, do it. I'm so gonna... let's just you know let's just fire through our checklist of topics that we need to hit. <laughs> the News of the day, the hard hitting uh, stuff that we always do.
1: Well, um, I'm, I, I got mean, some I was exciting kidding. news. Okay,
0: let's hear it. Um,
1: I haven't updated any you on my jujitsu progress. Uh, at all. I,
0: I I know what you're about to say because I saw a picture on Facebook. Yeah, what a picture. Got promoted yeah. to blue belt. Blue belt. Woo! So good. So what did, that, well, ex- what did you have to do to uh, become a blue belt? You know what? I mean, there's no like test. Right. It's not like a, know, chop a block of wood. Nah.
1: Um, <laughs> and I, I think some places might do a certain test. Sure. Type of test, But I'm, I'm not sure. But I think most, in my experience, the few jujitsu places I've trained at. So they basically they just kind of say, hey,
0: you know what? You've been, you've been getting a lot better. You've been putting in the work. You're a blue belt now.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a combination of mat, mat time, uh-huh. um, understanding you know basic
0: technique sure
1: um being able to sort of get out of tricky situations
0: um uh physically not just, with like not not with like uh, tricky words
1: no yeah yeah <laughs> physically <laughs> using like jiu-jitsu technique Jitsu oh, okay. technique and stuff sure. like that so um among whatever other things that they happen
0: mm-hmm. look at so uh that's well, good congratulations man uh, how's it how's it feel
1: uh, it feels all right. I, you know I wasn't expecting it yeah. at all. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it at all. In fact, I wasn't about to go to uh, train yesterday just cuz I was tired uh-huh. from another sporting thing, which I'll update you on. They're so in a second. Um but yeah, it feels good, man. Um Cool. You know you know I, I'm a rare poster of things online just in, in general. Yeah. yeah, you
0: are. That's but, uh, that's why I immediately saw it.
1: Yeah, but I wanted to like post it. Well, the um, professor or the coach or whatever mm-hmm. at, at the school i'm at now he uh, took a picture of it and i didn't have my phone was dead and so he put right. it online so it was an easy way to just to share i wanted yeah, to for sure hey say thank you to the old place i used to train at so that was just kind of an easy way to say hey thanks i posted it to their That's group awesome. page and stuff man but uh yeah man so that that was cool um what
0: was, yeah. what, what was the other sporting thing
1: I played in a rugby tournament this past weekend. Oh, yeah?
0: Like an actual like match?
1: Yeah. Um, oh. Played three matches. They're only halves. Okay. So they're like 40-minute games. Okay. Um, instead of 80 minutes, which is the regular time. Gotcha. Um, man, so my body was killing me. And <laughs> the team I played on, we did terribly. Um, we just got – How got long has first. it been
0: since you've been like been hit or hit someone?
1: You know – I played in a like a. I played in a alumni, CMC game, uh-huh. maybe last fall sometime.
0: Isn't that one where you almost thought you paralyzed yourself?
1: Oh yeah, I, yeah. I did something weird on my neck, and yeah. I, I I was like, oh my
0: gosh. They got a stinger. Yeah, and I, yeah.
1: But it was like a weird one. It was like uh Yeah, one of the but ones I'm, that
0: like you were like, oh, this is not this is not right. This is this is not a yeah. normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you obviously made it through this weekend uh without paralyzing yourself. So, so how, yeah. how how was it even though you guys were terrible?
1: I it was good to get back in there, man. Um you crush any fools? Bumps. Yeah, I just, you know, three games even though they're only half. It's just a lot to just oh, play, yeah. and and play and stop, then play and stop because it was tournament style, and we had to, you know, wait on the next game. Yep. It was raining, and it was kind of cold. It was like drizzling and it was kind of mm-hmm. cold. Was wasn't fun in that sense. Um,
0: so, what was the team, or who was the team that you were playing for? Is it just like a rec, a rec league or something?
1: Uh yeah. There's a men's club out here called the Houston Athletics Recreation Club. I, I think that's what it's called. I, I don't mm. know. Houston area rugby. Sure. No, let me. That's right. totally off. Again, like always, I'm still <laughs> tired. It's like the Houston area rugby club or something like okay. that. But it's Hark. 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 Okay. Um, and. So I play with them. They have two divisions, and I played on the, the second division. Cool. Um, which is all I'm really trying to do. I'm not really trying to take it seriously.
0: Sure. Nowadays, sure.
1: um, but that, yeah, that was it. Was fun though. It was it was fun. Um, what, uh,
0: do, you, do you, I don't know the positions at all in rugby. But is there a certain position that you play?
1: Uh, in this game, I played eight man, which okay. is uh,
0: what's the what's the job of of that position?
1: Um. It's funny. I, I, I'm laughing because during the game, like during our second game or maybe third game, um, the guy who was coaching us during halftime, he, or before the game, he goes, We've all got, he's from maybe English or something. Uh-huh. He goes, We've all got a job to do. Maybe he's Australian. I don't know. He has an accent. <laughs> we've, all got, we've all got a job to do. And he would just went around the 15 of us and said, What's your job? And we said <laughs> different things. And See, stuff. This, is,
0: this is the coach, the coach inside <laughs> me. And in... I've got the questions down.
1: Um, but uh, the, you know, I, I would say for me, if i were to parallel to football which maybe you're more familiar with yeah, i don't yeah know. i know football i
0: um played some um, but football but I, I
1: don't know how, you know if you know about the position. i w- i would say um you have like these uh what some people refer to as like the loose forwards which would be like a flank two flankers and an eight man mm-hmm. um i would parallel that to like linebackers okay. in football gotcha um so you're coming off the the scrum pretty quickly um uh, you should be making tackles you should be uh, get into rucks so you're you pretty
0: be. you're pretty active in 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 the the play
1: uh the person should be Yeah, me <laughs> i'm not in that rugby shape as i, I oh right. my gosh right <laughs> you, you know i Fair I, don't, I don't want to have any any misperceptions about no. <laughs> you know i mean i was doing okay i wasn't sure. bad but um it was just a tough game and but yeah when it's a thing that you played
0: what I've learned is that when you have played a sport when you were younger and then you continue to play that sport when you are older and less in shape, you, your brain still thinks you should be able to do the things that you did when you were younger and more in shape. And it just feels worse. At least exactly. That's how my brain works.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. But on t- but I, I would say, though, with the experience, though, you start getting a little bit more of the, the tricks, you sure. know, in terms of – I was describing somebody – you do things you try to do things a little bit more efficient than maybe you would have oh, yeah. done. It's like that old man play. You know, you start mm-hmm. doing that older guy, mm-hmm. older person play. Well and my so,
0: my idol growing up in terms of hockey was this guy named Nick Lidstrom, and he had, so that's what yeah. he was known for. Like he was never very flashy, but yeah. he was always in the exact right position yeah. and never you know, never put himself in a in a position where he could really get hit hard, always where he needed to be with a very uh, economy of motion, and that's yeah. that's what I really I tried to play like that, yeah. which is helpful when you're not very fast or very big. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, good. But, um
1: so, just to uh, bring it back to the jujitsu stuff, yeah. Got the promotion, that, and he was like, oh you know, it's a tradition. We um, let you know the every, uh, blue belts and above throw you onto the mat. It's not <laughs> it's not an aggressive type of sure. throw." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Like my body is sore. Like my.
0: How many people my, threw you?
1: Um, like eight maybe. <laughs> and in different type of throws, it wasn't like an aggressive throw, but still, sure, nonetheless, sure. I. You're still like,
0: flying through the air. And landing. Yeah,
1: and I'm like, man, like my body is just so beat up. Um, you are so, yeah. so
0: goddamn sporty this week. Look at you. Yeah, man. You're the man. You are the man.
1: You call me. You can call me sporty spice. Never call me sporty.
0: I'm gonna call spice. you sporty sporty Eric. Uh, cool, man. So, uh. What else is going on?
1: Uh, was doing some lab stuff.
0: Lab stuff. Uh, what does lab stuff mean? Making, looking at vials and, and, and petri dishes.
1: Uh, don't want to talk about lab stuff. Oh, All right. Yeah, trying to re- you know, revise. Same type of stuff that I'm finally getting back into and right. cleaning up.
0: Not stuff super to make fun it. stuff. Yeah, I, it's all right. What was that? It's all right. It's all right. Cool. I actually made progr- I made progress on my thesis last night.
1: That's which awesome, is man. That's nice. Uh, you, uh, yeah, data?
0: I uh, I I finished computing like all the scales and stuff I needed in my data set. Um which is good. Yeah. And I, need, I need, kind of need those before you can do anything else Before you can run any analyses. I got to actually have my my scales figured out. Yeah. Um and I and I set up I even did it for my so I'm still waiting for some post test data to come in on wave 2. So, I've got it all ready to go, and I just have to basically copy and paste that data in as it as it comes in
1: nice
0: uh so tonight I'm gonna run just some basic descriptives on each of my variables um just kind of see what's going on there look at yeah look at the distribution um and i'm gonna I'm actually meeting with Becky on Friday in California uh, so' That's awesome man. Meet up with her, show her what I got, and then kind of make a plan for the analyses um and see if I need to make another. Uh, push to collect more data, if I'll or if I'll have enough after this go. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, uh, it should be clear soon. Yeah.
1: Have you done a power analysis and all that stuff?
0: I did. I did, and that's why my initial power analysis has put me put me at a number that is somewhat unreachable on my budget and time. Uh, but I'm going to do another power analysis because Becky thinks maybe I overshot it a little bit, which would be awesome. Um, and you we'll have
1: see. you have no real um. Thing to go by, I can't remember the specifics of your study. Obviously, the in effect size light, and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, so it was hard to find comparable. I what I did was err on the side of detecting a smaller effect size because yeah. I mean, what my, my my online training is very light, so if there's going to be any effect, it's going to be small. But maybe maybe I undersold it on that, and that I don't actually need quite as many participants as i as i thought um yeah yeah, we'll just leave it at that i have other thoughts about just finishing the project but yeah let's i feel like i'm making progress again which is Which is good. And what I kind of realized is that I just need to stay at the office on days where I'm going to work on my thesis or I think I'm going to work on my thesis. I just have to stay at the office and it's open until midnight, the the space that we work at. So I just got to pull a late night there and I can I can more easily stay in the mindset of getting stuff done if I'm at the office. If I come home, I get distracted by food and other things in my TV and it's just easy to push it off or convince myself, you know what? Like I'm tired. It's not worth working on it tonight. So if I stay, if I stay somewhere that is not home, I'm more likely to work on it. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of that I think, because I really, I, I, the goal I set for myself was to basically be more or less done with it by the end of the semester. And that's quickly approaching. Um, I think basically I want to have it under Becky's review, by, you know, the end of the semester so that mm-hmm. I can come back in January and, and make final, final touches and give it to Maritza. So a lot of work to do on that, but at least it's m- somewhat moving forward.
1: Good luck, man. Godspeed.
0: Thanks. I'm it'll feel good to be done. I'm, I'm trying to I'm thinking back to I don't know if it was this time last year whenever it was that you were finishing up your thesis. I remember you were uh, you were just like a kind of a disgruntled mess.
1: No, when is yours supposed to be done? It's though? in the spring. So yeah,
0: you got. Time. got yeah. Yeah, don't tell me I don't have time. I got Yeah, yeah, get no, it done. you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, you, and, and I have I exactly. because I have other things that I want to get done. Because I want to, I want to do my uh, my orals, and I want to get yeah. going on other stuff. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal was to defend early 2017. Just like yeah, we're gonna be tough to to meet now. Um, yeah. But still, still having that as the goal in my mind. You punching yourself in the head? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a slog, it, but it's supposed to be. Nobody has ever. I've never talked to anybody who said, "Oh yeah, getting my PhD was like the easiest thing ever." It's uh, it's difficult for a reason. Yeah, and it'll feel that much better when we're done um can we take a break real quick not and by break i guess mean uh break from this topic to order me some food no i
1: was about to actually say that let's uh see what's up on the food thing are you gonna use seamless yeah i
0: tried to use seamless the other day and it was down so i had to find a new delivery service and there's one called delivery.com that i saw advertised on the subway and i used that instead got got a big old burrito but i'm gonna use seamless today if it's working um hmm what should i get
1: um, what are you What are you hankering for? Let's ask Let's ask Twitter. Uh, hey, nobody, Twitter.
0: Unfortunately, nobody responds to me very quickly. Although my, I did ask for topic suggestions on Twitter today, and my brother responded, and he has a topic suggestion for us. Uh, but yeah. we'll get to that next. Right. I I always like Indian food, man. I always like. Indian I will go with Indian food. Yeah. All right. It's Probably tasty. Should I? Yeah. So my my go to place. Let me let me talk about this real quick. The first four times I ordered for them, fast cheap, pretty good. I had done that whole analysis of all the places I can get chicken tikka masala. And this one ended up on top and was the cheapest, which was awesome. However, I don't know what's been going on over at the Maharaja Palace the past couple months. Every time I order, it's, so they give you like a a window of when it's going to arrive. Uh Which is usually 45 minutes to an hour later. The last three times I've ordered has been at least Half an hour to 45 minutes after the end of the window. Hmm. And it arrives. And on multiple occasions, I thought it wasn't coming at all. And I had to call and talk to them. And it's always awkward. The whole reason I'm using Seamless is so I don't have to talk to people. But let's see. Let's go with Maharaja. You know what, though? Hold on a second. It
1: It might be a seamless issue. I think you should call them. I think you should call them right now. No, no. Call them on the air. Put them on speakerphone. (laughs) No. Seamless
0: is where it's at, man. All right. Seamless is where it's at. Um, Should I get my usual? Chicken Tikka Masala? Yeah, get your usual. All right. I'll get the, I get get the special because it comes with soup, and the soup is real good, and naan. I mean, you can't get Indian food without naan. So yeah. get the soup. Um, I, I usually upgrade to the garlic naan for another dollar because garlic make, make me want, uh, is awesome. Make me want... Get the garlic naan. Uh, do I want to add a dessert? This is a new option. I don't think we've to this before. I definitely
1: add a dessert no. because you're worth it. No, because you here's got, the thing. You, if they deliver you an hour late,
0: I'm gonna get ice cream if that's I got dessert it's and it'll be melted.
1: It, yeah, that's true.
0: I'm not doing it. I got cookies here. I made cookies the other day. I'll eat that all as right. dessert. Uh, right. Add to bag. Yes, seamless. I would like to add bag. Proceed to checkout. Yep. Click. How click, well do you tip when they in. when they deliver it? Twenty percent. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe those um, New
1: Yorkers just want expect more. Maybe they expect twenty five. No,
0: I mean I I live in a really big building on the sixth floor with crappy elevators, so it takes some time to get up here. So I I. I on the higher end usually of, of tips. All right, save credit card. Yep, yep. Oh, Address is good. Yep. All right, place my order. Boom. It's thinking. Thinking.
1: Um, all those problems that you're having. Boom. Sure right. sounds like this pre- <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure sounds like this process isn't quite seamless. Seamless. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> trying to say a bad, bad joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um I read something today, um, uh some marketing Uh, consulting firm or just marketing firm puts out this report every year about uh, brand like the simplest brands like simple simple brands or something and Seamless was in there top 10 was it? yeah it's interesting Uh, I had a thing that I wanted to say remember so I was listening to our episode and let me just say last week we struggled to find something to talk about (laughs) it was rough it was rough one of our rougher ones I mean we always we always find something but I remember feeling at the end of recording like and, like, maybe we should plan a little bit. <laughs> However, <laughs> I talked about McDonald's at the very beginning. You remember my, my shame grease? Yes. Yes. Um, that, that was almost the title. The, ne- <laughs> the next day and into the following day, I felt like hell. <laughs> like, legit, like I had poisoned myself. Yeah. Pounding headache, like upset stomach, yeah. raging diarrhea. Yeah, And I think it had to have been the McDonald's because... It was relatively short. I didn't feel like I was sick. It felt like I had been poisoned, and you you were. I was by McDonald's. I think, but this is the first time where I've ever had that reaction. Like Mm. I've 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 heard people talk about how like oh I can't eat McDonald's. It just makes me feel so bad. And I've used that vocabulary as well, and because I just kind of feel like but now it's on a new level. Like if you if like saying the word McDonald's to me right now. It's like making me a little bit nauseous because I'm remembering how I felt, which is awesome to help me. Like I don't. There's no reason I ever need to eat McDonald's ever again. Like there's no nutritional reason that I need to do that, or real any other reason. Yeah. Um, and maybe this will help me <laughs> stay away from it in the future because I felt so bad.
1: Maybe, but I'm saying there's something to <laughs> McDonald's. Like I know, it's man. gonna pull you. It's gonna pull day, you back one day. I know, man. and then I, it's I, not good.
0: It's not. It's not good.
1: <sighs> but it's gonna pull you back in one Probably. of these days.
0: Because our brains are stupid. Human so brains far, are stupid. Humans are stupid. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. Uh, um, so, before we started, you, I, we were texting back and forth, or slacking, actually, back and forth, and I was getting some laundry started, uh, and you said, uh, remind me to talk about what I'm overhearing, I think what I'm overhearing these kids talking about? Yeah. All right. I'm, so, this, is um, me, this is me reminding you.
1: So, you know. For some reason, I'm on the third floor in this apartment, but I can see I can hear the kids playing outside very well, mm-hmm. so their voices just care or maybe the mm-hmm. windows not as thick as it should be. I don't know
0: <laughs> but maybe, um, maybe these kids just have really big voices
1: or they're just yelling yeah um and so there's boys talking to like there's a group of kids out there but there's a group of boys how,
0: how old got, how old are how old are these kids we' are talking? No idea no idea has, you to, has for, to be take a guess
1: elementary school maybe okay. When you start liking boys and girls, you know, mm. when, middle school? When
0: did I start liking boys?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? The opposite. The ob- the, we, yeah, whatever
0: you're into.
1: They're speaking in that term. Um, like
0: junior high, like middle school-ish?
1: It might be middle school. Maybe yeah. o- older elementary school. I have no okay. idea. So I can We're thinking, we're thinking
0: I, probably a range from fifth to seventh grade.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this boy, this one boy starts saying- I don't know what the, they're having some weird conversation. Then he's like, uh, "Uh, you know who likes you? That one boy likes you. He has those messed up teeth. He has those jagged teeth. They're they're yellow."
0: Uh-huh. Poor <laughs> the kid.
1: The girl goes, "Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then she kind of agreed about about his messed up teeth. He goes, "He likes me." I don't say, yeah nah." She goes, "But I know that I know who likes me." She goes, she says, "But I know who likes me. Oh, like, you like me?" He goes, "Huh?" I <laughs> goes, hey, honest. Hold on a second. I do like you. The tables you, but... have turned. Yeah. He was like, I do like you, but how do you know? This it, uh, is more to that conversation. I just don't remember because I'm so tired right now. But That's a you know, great conversation. Like, this, is funniest, this is the funniest thing I've heard. Oh, <laughs> this is the most man. ridiculous thing I've heard. Kids, man.
0: kids are also dumb. Brains they're are, just dumb. Making, making are dumb. Kids are dumb. Making for their
1: kids' teeth like that. I'm like, oh, oh that's gosh. rough. She knew exactly who he was talking, talking yeah. about, by the way. And the group of kids around they knew exactly what he was talking about by those teeth yeah it's uh kind that's, of messed up
0: that's bad um, but, uh, I think I was that version but uh, with the size of my ears I have I had big ears as a little kid yeah. uh, you know I've heard potential nickname of Dumbo uh, uh-huh. my friend Donald the, he said the first time he ever saw me, he, uh it, we were at some sort of event and my team won, and like we went up on stage or something. And he's like, "Man, I can't believe my team lost to that big eared kid." Oh, so that's Donald. That's what he, then we come became, on became, Donald. Then we became friends. But that—that's—that was my thing. That's Which made me sad. Yeah, he shouldn't be. That's a you know just, kid. It's, it's self-conscious. I was a self-conscious kid. I think in many ways. I mean, oh, everybody I I kind of is during puberty, uh, but yeah. yeah. That's not fun. Well, I hope that jagged, uh, that jagged tooth kid uh, gets that worked out. <laughs> oh, no, those are no, baby I, teeth. Now, now those remember. are baby teeth.
1: No, no. Then the girl said, "Oh, you know what's going to have to happen? You guys are going to have to battle to see who gets me." <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Hold, hold on!
0: What is going on here?" Oh, huh, interesting. Uh, like it was like, like a like a nature I mean, the other, documentary. The, other
1: the jagged, jagged tooth guy wasn't kid wasn't there, but.
0: Um, I'm seem, like, what is going you know what? on? This is a, maybe Jagged Tooth Kid can hold his own in a battle. Maybe. So, may I? That's what I think happens. Jagged Tooth Kid beats down Pretty Boy here, and he, yeah. um, he, you know, wins the, uh, the, the heart of the lady.
1: Maybe. Maybe that's mm. <laughs> you,
0: you. Well, keep us posted if if, uh, if, if the battle happens outside kid? your window. If you hear any updates. <laughs> if
1: I all of a sudden like kids just fighting, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll uh, let you know.
0: Root, make, root for Jagged Tooth Kid. I feel like he's the underdog. I am
1: I'm rooting for the underdog, right, underdog cool.
0: definitely. <laughs> nice. Definitely so. Nice. Uh, so my brother wanted to know, he said that we, he's always interested in what we are reading, books, articles, things like that. Anything uh, come across your radar recently that has caught your eye?
1: Uh, the, the book that I had been reading. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't really read for fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really read fiction um, stuff I read
0: whatever you read textbooks for fun because you're the, the most fun guy in the world
1: but the thing that I had been bit obsession about I, I haven't opened up in a while was that uh, longitudinal data analysis book by Lisa Hall. <laughs> here you
0: go Max this is what you're asking for right you're looking for some book recommendations um, here you go yeah. Eric's, got, Eric's hooking you up
1: so um, <laughs> good read a good story it's, it's a good book. It's a good book.
0: Wait, it's, is this, is this it, the one written by the woman whose videos you found and you basically fell in love with her? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but, <laughs> I knew it. That's funny. But here's the thing. I also found the videos of – I don't know if her colleague was – they use the same slides and stuff. Uh-huh. And I, He's good too. Um, nice. His name is um, Templin, Jonathan Templin. All right. But it's, it's like taking a, a free – Multi longitudinal data analysis course. Yeah, uh, for multi-level using multi-level modeling. You can explore
0: man. new worlds with books, man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm
1: not getting the the full benefit, obviously, because I'm not in the class and not sure. able to do the, the work. But it's a uh, it's good stuff.
0: Cool. Um, what if I I I saw a good movie recently? Did you? I, uh, I watched uh, the End of the Tour, which was the book about the about David yeah. Foster Wallace. Yeah, I want that. to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was really good, really good. Was it?
1: Yeah, James. Well, who's in there? Um, no, it, no, it's from, uh, the, the no, guy uh, from Social God, Network, God. Uh,
0: Jesse Eisenberg.
1: No, no, there's somebody else in there.
0: Uh, Jason. No, what's uh, the?
1: I heard somebody heard a, rescue me. Heard an interview. Heard an interview when they were talking about it. Jesse
0: Eisenberg um, plays David Lipsky, who is the Rolling Stone reporter who is traveling uh, with David Foster Wallace at the 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 end of the book tour, and then um, Jason Segel played Jason Segel played yeah. uh, David Foster Wallace.
1: Um, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I heard him talking about it in an interview, and uh, it sounded really good. And that's one. one
0: yeah, one I mean, th- I mean, for I mean, for a movie that was ninety five percent just dialogue, like no, like no action really happened. like it was it was just really good. Um, and it helps about a little it? bit to have read Infinite Jest because that was the book he was on tour for. And they talk a little bit about it. But it's not like you wouldn't enjoy the movie if you haven't read it. I just think there's like a yeah. little extra layer that you appreciate having read it.
1: In the, in the interview that I heard with Jason Siegel, hey, it makes you want to read Infinite Jest. Mm-hmm. But I heard it's like one of those things that every it's hard young male picks up. And it's hard read, and it's mm-hmm. you know long. It took and it's me difficult. a year to read it, basically. And Did you read it?
0: I, I finished it. I finished it earlier this year, um, probably almost like last March, I think. But uh, there were periods where, like, I sat it down for a couple of months and then picked it back up. It's one of those books where, like, the first, if you can get through the first half, which admittedly is like 500 pages, you can yeah. get through the, the second half because so many separate threads are starting in the first half of the book. It's hard to keep it all straight but he starts to coalesce them later on in the book. And you, then you, you're really driven to, to finish it. Okay. And you, and you just are used to the way he writes and it's just easier yeah. to, to get into. Uh, but it takes, it definitely takes some effort. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good well, max. You should go, uh, go see that movie. It was good. Yeah. I still want to see you the. Know, you know, I, I still haven't seen that though. I, I haven't seen that either. Mm-hmm. I,
1: right. I, I do really appreciate, uh, movies that are just dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the ability for something to be good um, without, you know, action. Oh, just, yeah, just for sure. Just pure dialogue and the acting. Um, yeah, I really, I really like those type of movies.
0: Same. Um, um, another thing that I have recently been really into, and I feel like this is a, a show that if you haven't already watched, you would really enjoy it, is uh, Rick and Morty. You ever watch Rick and Morty? Never heard of it. Wow. Sounds like a cartoon. Um, it is. You're the one who's anti cartoon in all forms, aren't you? Or no? No, no. Okay, no. good. Someone one of my other friends who was terrible. Um Rick so, and Morty. Some
1: cartoons. I won't. Eh, sure. Yeah. So
0: it's is this another one of those shows where like I've I heard people show. talking about it for a long time? And I'm like, this yeah. is dumb. This is like whatever, it's dumb. And then I finally like I saw a clip and I thought the clip was hilarious. So then I sat down and actually watched it. And then I watched the first season in like completely through in one sitting. Because all of them all of both seasons are available on the Adult Swim website uh, yeah th-
1: this is one of those weirdly drawn cartoons, so I, yeah, I don't know it's okay. dude,
0: you'll it's smart and crass okay and I think you'll love Rick, who is the grandpa, the alcoholic grandpa yeah uh, it's your homework at sometime in the next couple of weeks is to sit down and watch a couple episodes of Rick and Morty.
1: I'll watch it. all right I'll watch it cool.
0: That's not a recommendation to Max because he's already watching it, though. So, sorry, Max. You already know about Rick and Morty.
1: Um, so, I had the opportunity to see a trailer for Star Trek. Star Wars. Star he's
0: Wars. Right. Yeah, you 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 slacked me all excited and I forgot to respond. But uh, That's all good. Um, I, I it looks your, good. Yeah. The trailer. Yeah. The um, Trailers always look good, though. I mean, let's put that caveat out there.
1: I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say that's true. But given, like, you know, which I enjoy, like, you know. The J, the other J.J. Abram like the start when he did Star Dragons to play it had a it had an action feel without being veering not that Star Wars was an action but it, the action was very different I, I, I don't know yeah. um so it didn't seem like it was veering too far from you know the the look of the old Star Wars I guess yeah the old Star Wars and then um I guess there's some new Darth guy in town
0: oh yeah no idea who well, it's be, he is it's gotta be a new villain man. Yeah, there's so there's interesting things out there about like, so if, what you haven't seen in any of the trailers, uh, I guess if you don't want to hear any, spo- this isn't a spoiler, this is a speculation, it's a spoiler, a speculation. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, evil Luke Skywalker, maybe.
1: That's what that's what I was thinking yeah, when I first saw it. You know what? I hope so. Yeah,
0: I yeah, hope it, so.
1: Because I'm thinking, like, what if anybody that that wields the force to that level is I'm inevitably by it? Is it never corrupted by it? Yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, so I, I either
0: want evil Luke Skywalker or Jar Jar Binks as the ultimate puppet master. <laughs> did you? I think I saw you linked to it in. I, uh, yeah, did I you? To did it. you read it at all? No, I did not. Uh, really that's read too it. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are the two things I hope happens. Uh, I haven't. I forgot that that tickets are available to like pre-purchase right now. I might actually have to do that uh, and go go see it. Probably not the day it comes out Because that's when all the crazies will be out and about But yeah, shortly thereafter up? I feel like it's going to be one of those movies That will benefit from the large screen, obviously
1: Oh yeah Are you going to dress up Dress up for it?
0: <laughs> yeah, totally I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress up like, uh, I don't know, Yoda That's not Some people S- do slave that Slave Leia man. I'm going to dress up as Slave Leia uh, Okay Yeah okay. Yeah, buddy I would look good um, um, Job of the Hut That's kind of what I feel like yeah. Okay As I can sit here and look at this picture of the food I ordered is for there it. like
1: a timer thing, like well, on no. no, that? This says like it's it's gonna mm. be delivered soon. Or? Well,
0: it says delivery estimate seven forty seven to seven fifty seven. But yeah. does that
1: does that estimate update ever? No. Is it, or is,
0: well, is, I think I think maybe they're supposed to like indicate when the food is being is done and is now out for delivery, and then that may update the delivery estimate. I think sometimes they just don't do that, and uh and yeah, so we'll see. If if things really go really well, maybe I'll get a, a doorbell ring. Um, during our, our recording, that'd be exciting. That would be so exciting. You'd have to finish the episode by yourself as I sat here and ate uh, my food. Speaking <laughs> of Indian food, did you know Chipotle has a concept restaurant? There's two locations here in New York called Indy Kitch, and it's like Indian um, Indian Chipotle.
1: I did not know I that, it, but I, I,
0: I went to it. To, is it good today. It, well, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Well, uh, you know that- I, I'm just I'm worried I didn't actually get that correct but i think they're owned by chipotle
1: um did you know that a lot of chipotles closed down for e coli outbreaks
0: i did hear that i had i had chipotle today for lunch
1: i don't think it's in new york i I don't know where it is but
0: yeah um i'd probably somewhere in the south you guys can't get your e coli under control
1: e coli (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: that's funny um Anything else? What what am I reading right now? I'm reading uh The Fifth Discipline by Peter Senge, Seng, Senge, mm. all about learning organizations. Um I'm only a couple of chapters in though, but it's really good. And it's it seems like it might have been a little ahead of its time. Um it was like the early 90s I think this book came out. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we are talking about at the ready and other organizational design consulting consultants are talking about, I think is really along the same lines as, as learning organizations, but I really can't speak to it too much because I haven't read that much, but I know it was a big deal a, a while ago. you ever, did you ever read it?
1: No, but I've, I'm familiar with the book. I believe I believe either my someone I knew had it. I want to see my dad maybe. Had it. I don't know. Yeah. I've like, I've, seen it physically
0: sure yeah it's one of those books i i I feel like i've been seeing around for a long time there's also this large one called like the fifth discipline field handbook or something it's all activities and actual um exercises and stuff so uh i'll report back when i finish finish reading it the other one that i'm (laughs) listening to right now is teaming by amy c edmondson um Mm -hmm. all about teams and how they function and how they can function better so but she's a she's a, a legit researcher
1: and that's one thing that i have not <clears throat> gotten into as much audiobooks
0: mm, yeah yeah <laughs> since audible, i'm listening to stuff anyway audible is um is pretty it's a pretty good deal we have uh, like a, a business account that has a bunch of books on it so i it's been nice because i haven't been having to buy stuff I've just been using yeah. our our business account Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you listen, if you already listen to a lot of podcasts, I, it's hard to fit in audiobooks. Um, -hmm. yeah. So like, I haven't been listening to it very actively because I've just been listening to podcasts for the most part, but it's good to have there occasionally when I'm just doing something around and I, and I've cleared out my podcast queue. Oh,
1: you're not, you know, are you, Uh,
0: you I, 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 I went back to highly curating everything. I, uh. I uh, I unfollowed everybody on Twitter. I unfollowed yeah. everybody on Instagram. I unsubscribed from every podcast and I've been slowly building them back up. Yeah,
1: I, I have so many podcasts downloaded right now or just that I subscribe to. Uh-huh. I don't download it all, but Yeah, there's a lot that I just skip over.
0: Does now. That, okay. Also, does it make doesn't make you anxious at all to have like a huge queue that you uh
1: no, no, because I don't download it all. But um,
0: okay, sure.
1: There's some that I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to that in a long time. Like I used to love gotcha. listening to the Todd Glass show,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, but I haven't listened to that in an extremely long time. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. all right.
0: Well, I think I think we're just wired a little bit differently. I guess I have embraced the fact that having long queues of things waiting for me, whether it's Instapaper or podcast subscriptions, makes me uncomfortable.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I have no obligation to listen sure, to you. Sure, I know,
0: podcasts. but I, I, I shouldn't either if I have a list. But I feel like I have an obligation if there's a list <laughs> there, which is just my own failing as a human. Yeah. Um, you,
1: maybe you've trained yourself so well to use lists and checklists and
0: probably things yeah. like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've like ruined myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man,
1: I um, not to go on a tangent,
0: but I oh, came across some.
1: We were talking about consumer stuff. At least I was kind of going on a tangent of consumer stuff last week. And, and, I'm uh, not, r- not
0: going to lie. I don't remember what your rant was last week. I don't you really were know. going on about consumer I, stuff.
1: I, I don't know. Business is not marketing and lying to consumers. I don't okay. know. All right. consumer, I don't know. But um came I across. for it. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. Ch- I'm not going to talk about this. You don't deserve it.
0: Whoa. You don't deserve it, Sam. What are you talking about? You I'm You don't here. deserve. I- oh, you hurt my
1: you feelings. You don't deserve.
0: <laughs> no, um, what, what do you got here? What, I what? got nothing. I got. You nothing. got a bunch of links. Did you read any of these?
1: Uh, that's scanned. That's scanned. Right? <laughs> it's a couple of like flyers.
0: Right. Um. Well, I see the note here. It says, "See, I'm not crazy. I believe you're not crazy. <laughs> I believe there are things. There are things yeah. out there.
1: Um. Hmm? Yeah, it's a. That's about all I got, though.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I've got. I've got other things I can talk about. I wrote a thing yeah, today. Thank. I went, to a, I went to a talk yesterday. It was actually like a um, – like one really – I don't know if I want to say who it was. Uh, I don't care. He's not, he's not going to listen to this. So I went to a, a thing yesterday where Tony Fidel was interviewed by someone. Do you know who Tony Fidel is? I have no idea. He worked for Apple and basically designed, developed the iPod, um, okay. and he like reported directly to Steve Jobs. And then he went and started Nest, uh, the yeah. thermostat okay. company. So this dude, I mean, like huge businessman, like $800 million net worth, something like that. Um, so the, the office that we work at has these community events that we can go to for free. So I went to oh, nice. his, his thing. Uh, he, was, he was being interviewed by the guy who runs coolhunting.com. Um, it was fine. The interview, I mean, it was fine. What The most interesting thing about it was the fact of how uninteresting it was, uh, how mundane, like his his like advice was, which I actually think is interesting, and it, that that aspect yeah. of it is inspiring to me. Like, this is not some superhuman guy. This was a guy who was really bright, who had the right experiences, was at the right location at the right time to make some really awesome stuff happen. And that to me is so much more relatable than like I'm just I have an IQ of 200 and I can just yeah. do anything that I put my mind to. Um, so that actually was like not fine. I'm not um, digging on that at all, but. Was, somebody asked a question or the interviewer asked a question about leading teams. And uh, I, this metaphor he used just drove me off the wall. And he, cause he was talking about how the leader of a team can, is supposed to is, should act like uh, the parent and that mm. sometimes the parent needs to like put their foot down and, and like just put an end to things or, or needs to like really provide the guidance for the team members, and I mean, he didn't. He never said that like, the team members are children, but the obvious implication is if the leader is the parent, then everybody else on the team are children that need to be corralled, and that just it it was bonkers to me because I think I like to think, and I think a lot of people think that these cool tech companies, Google, Nest, because Nest is part of Google now, um, and these tech, you know, Apple, that because they're doing these really cool things with technology, they're also doing cool things in how the work gets done. But that's totally not the case. Like in many, I mean, obviously, the reputation of like Steve Jobs and stuff, like super hierarchical, kind of like places where you may not actually want to work. I mean, see, we've mentioned the Amazon stuff. Um, And it just kind of, it just drove that point home to me that like the idea of using parents as a metaphor for leaders and how you're supposed to lead a team just like rub me the wrong way.
1: Like what like I mean, what what about it? I guess rub you the wrong way. Well,
0: cause so here's my here's my idea of how curious, like, a high okay. functioning team should work. You've got mm-hmm. fully autonomous, intelligent, caring, motivated adults who are playing off of each other's strengths and yeah, maybe somebody provides like the the purpose that everybody's working toward. I mean, even I would say even an ideal where the team itself has come around and developed the purpose that they are working toward with whatever it is that they're trying to do, and it's not that here is a group of rambunctious, uh, maybe very creative, you I know, mean, a lot of energy kids who need to be corralled and pointed directly, and then sometimes like like swatted down when they get too uppity. Like that's that's that was the how I interpreted the way he was talking what, about. Teams. What's your
1: perception of parents? So that's what I mean. <laughs> Hello, mom Hello. and dad. Um, no, well, that was actually um, not
0: my experience as as parents. My with my yeah. parents, but the way he was talking about it, that yeah. was like what he was putting across. And because he the direct one of the direct quotes that he used was, um, "Parents are not there to be their kids' friends," which I totally agree with. Like, yeah, parents are not there to be your kids' friends. And I'm and I'm not saying that you need to be friends with all of your coworkers or your managers even, but just. I don't know. That metaphor just like kind of like rubbed me the, the wrong way. And part of it has to do with, I mean, the work that I'm doing <clears> right now with the Ready. Like a lot of the stuff we're doing is around self organization and the yeah. idea that we can be self. We can if everybody on the team is responsible and has a, you know some abilities around self leadership and self management. You don't need that manager who is in charge of basically parenting the, the team. The team can self parent. And that's what we have seen work in a lot of organizations, and that's a lot of the consulting work that we do. So it's just interesting to see, like, that's not at all how he was thinking about how great teams work. So,
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's, I mean, if you think about, like, sports teams, so, yeah, there's a coach, but the actual action that's happening on the field or on the ice, there's not one parent figure that is, like, make it directing everybody to what they need to do. Like everybody has a job and they know what to do. They know each other's strengths. It's, it's a, a chaotic, complex system, not a system where you sit there and you are told what to do and how to do it. Uh, which, I mean, if you think about it, he worked for Steve jobs, which was one of the most like in in many ways, tyrannical people to work for ever. So I'm sure that's like how he, in his formative years, like experienced leadership, experienced exactly. being on teams
1: person that he probably learned, learned from, of and- course.
0: Oh, and and obviously, Steve Jobs was hugely successful because he was uh, a, a genius in in many ways. But you have a lot of people emulating his ways without the the genius. And if you emulate Steve Jobs and are not a genius, you're just an asshole. So. <laughs> Nobody wants to actually believe that, though.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, that's all. I wrote a thing. I've I've been writing on Medium a lot more. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. uh, But I've been trying to write a short article every day, just like whatever's on my mind. And this was on my mind today because I went to that talk yesterday. So,
1: About how long does it take you to write something? I'm just curious. Mm,
0: I mean, the thing I wrote today took me, I don't know, from conception to drafted to edited to published, no more than 40 minutes. Really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't super long either. I'm trying to see. I don't even remember. But yeah, I mean, it, would, it took me, I think, less than an hour to do this one. And it depends. like If I want to make something really polished, it'll take more. But I generally, like when I think about things that I'm good at, writing 400 to 800 words on a topic pretty quickly is a thing that you I'm good at. Yeah. So I've been doing it for uh, a long time. Yeah. Anyway. I think I gonna, I'll have I was, more thoughts about gonna, leadership in the near future because I'm doing for somebody who works in a leadership lab and or has worked in a leadership lab for a couple of years. The mm. type of work that I'm doing is very interesting and atypical. I think because a mm. lot of the stuff we're doing is around like, all right, let's totally break down all the trappings of traditional leadership in this organization and, yeah. and do something else. But I'm still formulating. Is it thoughts is, is
1: it when you work with organizations? Is it like a very active, deliberate process? No, let's say explicitly stated thing that you go about doing. I mean, like, mm. is that a, is that a phrase that you would say to organizations that you work kind
0: with? Kind of. I mean, the, the organization that we do this most, like the most intimate self organization work with, usually we are contacted by a leader who's like totally on board with this and is like, Wants to, for whatever reason, either transition out of their leadership role and wants their organization to be operating differently, or like really buys into this idea that an organization in a complex world that we live in, like like we live in now, will just function better if if it's self organizing. Um, so the the interesting paradox or just interesting thing that goes on is that for our work to be really successful, we need a strong leader to basically be on board with it and want to put themselves out of a job. I mean, it's not like, yeah. it's so like, it's so like my, the, the founder of the ready was CEO of a company and then they decided to adopt Holacracy and was no longer CEO after that. He played roles that were kind of similar to CEO in some way, but it was, it was different from a, a typical CEO. Well,
1: let me, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Where does someone, um, Given that that's not a traditional sort of organizational setup, mm-hmm. or whatever, and we talk about you know um, reaching people that sort of pre- uh, are doing this work apply in an applied setting mm-hmm. as researchers and stuff like that. So where are people hearing these I guess new ideas of how to run a business, how to structure leadership?
0: Democracy, the book, mm. reinventing organizations by Frederick Lulu, are the two main ones. Um, neither are academics they're just practice they're guys who came up with stuff and those are the two books that people really look to um there's other ones stanley McChrystal's book is it's it's not about org structure it's about teams and how teams interact with each other but that's another one that's really popular nowadays but those are the two that that um i think people seem to be pointing to the most as driving this movement towards self-organization so and i think there's some great stuff in in there and i and I've seen some of it work, I think what is lacking, and this is what I'm currently working on with a longer article, is there's no sense of context around mm-hmm. where these things might work best or how you can kind of install them in various situations. It's very kind of a one-size-fit-all uh, approach right now, which we know like you know, yeah. that's not true. I mean, exactly. It's no, nothing's ever that simple, right? And And, and
1: are these books in a sense of, Oh, this worked for me. Let me write about it. It, Basically take this. Yeah. I mean, the the,
0: the reinventing orgs one is based on case studies, basically there's other ones. And then the holacracy one, the guy basically came up with it, um, uses it in his own company and they do consulting and they, they help other companies also adopt it. Um, so like they've seen it work in places, but it's not like it's been really like academically, um, you know, looked into or, or researched, which yeah. I'm, I'm on the very early stages of trying to figure out if I can get a dissertation out of something with this, but I got to finish my thesis first. Yeah, man. Yeah. All anyway, right. Let's uh, wrap. Let's we got to wrap, wrap because my, uh, my alarm went off, which means I have wet clothes waiting for me down in the laundry room. Awesome. Man. Hopefully, nobody stole them. Go get that. Yeah.
1: Has it happened yet? Have you no. Said?
0: God, no. Okay. Luckily.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, you don't run into somebody as they're stealing it.
0: That would be awkward, right? super awkward be like i i would almost rather them steal it like without me showing up yeah like, never, i don't right. want to walk in on you stealing my stuff yeah uh anyway until next time sir all right man see you later see you